Thank you. Thank you very much. Friends, delegates, and fellow Americans, I humbly and gratefully accept your nomination for the presidency of the United States. Donald Trump has completed his takeover and makeover of the Republican Party. The billionaire used his acceptance speech in Cleveland to paint a grim picture of an America that's seen better days, one that would undergo almost instantaneous renewal once he takes office. If Trump's hopes of winning the White House rest on older white male voters, Hillary Clinton similarly needs women to rally to her cause and turn out in big numbers. Maybe that's why she's drawn parallels between the historic nature of her campaign and the women's rights movement going back to its origins in the mid-19th century. But the fact is Clinton can't count on gender affiliation in these polarized times. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by CQ Magazine senior editor Sean Zeller. Sean, on the eve of the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia, you write that Clinton still has a built-in advantage through a pronounced gender gap. How can gender and feminism be non-issues in the campaign when the women's vote still gives her such an advantage? Well, on this issue, people are really of two minds. Some think that feminism is going to drive Hillary Clinton to the presidency, that women are going to come out in force and vote for Hillary Clinton. Um, then there's another school of thought that says that sexism is still a big problem in America and that people aren't going to vote for her because they don't see a woman as being capable of being the president. In reality, the political science shows that neither of those things is true. Women win office as well as men candidates do. That's because party um, and political positions trump any gender stereotypes that people have. That's what the science shows repeatedly going back to the 1970s. But at the same time, the gender gap is very real. Since the 1960s, women have favored Democrats. Men have favored Republicans. And it, it was most pronounced actually in 2012 when there was a 20 percentage point difference. Women favored Barack Obama by 12 percentage points. Men favored Mitt Romney by eight. And there's no sign that that's going away. That's going to be a big factor in this election. Now, you make the point in your article uh, in this week's magazine, uh, some observers uh, have blamed a misogynistic sexist society for Clinton's struggles to put away her primary opponent, Bernie Sanders. Uh, but again, these studies that really for more than four decades show there's not an embedded resistance to strong women? That's right. I mean, I was, Kathleen Dolan, who's a professor of political science at the University of Wisconsin in Milwaukee, did a study um, in, of two, the 2010 election that formed the basis for a book that she put out in 2014. And it recapped this, this history of the political science that shows that women do just as well as men candidates. The, the reason that there are not more women in political office is be, because women don't run at the same rates as men. And that may be a function of sexism in the society. Um, her study showed that the women candidates in 2010 had a lot more political experience than the men did. The, these were candidates for congressional office, and many more of the women had previously served in state office. So her conclusion there was that women 
they feel less qualified going in and therefore need to build up more qualifications to run, whereas men have greater confidence. And she suggests that that may be the sexism, not in the voting booth. It, it was kind of awkward to see more younger women voters, uh, Democrats, that is, flocking to Sanders' campaign this year, uh, especially when he refused to drop out after it was clear that he lost. Yeah, uh, Sanders did quite well with young women. And that, again, it speaks to this point um, that feminism is not a driving force for women voters. And there, there are two theories about Sanders' success with the young women. One is that young women haven't experienced the same sort of sexism as their elders and don't see the importance of, of electing Hillary as the first woman president. Um, they figure they can wait for someone more to their liking. The other theory is that these young women are part and parcel of the sexist culture in America and that they see Hillary more as a mom figure, a scolding mother figure, and Bernie Sanders more as a cool granddad type, and that that explains his appeal. There's this thinking that women's support rests less on positions on specific issues, like, say, abortion or childcare, but also on, but more on, on broader governing philosophies, which party has a more generous safety net, for example. Yeah, I mean, this is a question, why, why has this gender gap developed where women favor Democratic candidates pretty consistently since the 1960s? And um, Barbara Norander, another professor, I, political scientist I talked to at the University of Arizona, she said that it's, there, her research shows that it doesn't come down to specific positions, that it's not, oh, that the women candidates are pro-choice and the men are, are pro-life, or it's, it's not that the, um, the women candidates are willing to, to spend more on government programs and the male candidates are not, that it just has to do with a broader uh, governing philosophy, that the Democrats are the party of a more compassionate government and a more generous safety net that women, in reality, are more likely to use. And that's her theory on why, on why the discrepancy exists, but there's no really uh, definitive evidence. So how do you expect Hillary Clinton's calls for women's solidarity to play out in a general election against Donald Trump? It's not going to sway Republican women. Um, as I've explained, the party trumps feminism. So where it will play a role, I think, is in turnout. I mean, this could be an election where turnout is crucial. And if it drives liberal women to the polls, that'll make a difference um, for Hillary Clinton. CQ Magazine senior editor Sean Zeller on the eve of the Democratic National Convention talking about Hillary Clinton and the women's vote. Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can find all of our podcasts at rollcall.com forward slash podcast. Have a good week.